Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Mark, mm-hmm. I've been saying for years that Ping help you play your best because that is exactly what they've done for me throughout my entire career. And now I've been having a look at the new. Blueprint S and T irons, and boy, they are impressive. So much so that I've got the new Blueprint S irons in my bag at the moment. So, what do you like about them so much? I mean, I've never seen you this excited about a golf club. Well, I could go through the specs, which are exceptional, but I won't. I will say, though, that if you're looking for more ball speed and if you want to lower your scores, if you want to mix and match and still look great, you should check them out because the new Blueprint S and T irons, they are definitely worth a look. Nice. Just book in with your local golf shop or professional to arrange a ping club fitting. It's week 41 of the golfing calendar and it's time to talk golf, solve the world's problems and, in the case of Nico Hearn, drink a bit of wine. Ping will help you play your best. Contact your local golf shop or professional to arrange a Ping Club fitting. And the Golf Clearance Outlet. They beat everyone's prices. Now, here's the former world number 16, Nick O'Hearn, and 15-year tour pro Mark Allen. This is the number one Australian golf podcast. Talk birdie to me. Why just Nick? <laughs> oh, what, what are you doing? Oh, so you can have some, but Nick is the one who typically is the, the wine yeah. go-to guy. I'm yeah. the wine bringer. There you are. So... Oh, Ooh, there it's we nice. go. It's, it used to be the cork kind of being edged out, but now it's yeah, now that. it's the yeah. Do you know when when the screw tops first came in, that was regarded as a bit kind of un yeah un, not not cheap. Yeah, it was. Oh, it's but now cheap. everyone does it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just if you, if you only go yeah. through half a bottle, then you got some left in the fridge. Better than sticking a dirty old cork down there and you're getting half what the is cork this by the way uh, so this is one i got recommended by a friend gathering field it's a pinot noir from yarra valley hmm. yeah something different gathering field by a thousand candles i've never heard of it but let me have a sip so can we um just give a little bit of a cheers to minwoo pamps and ben eccles well done lads aussie success well done cheers cheers everybody Oh, well, good. That's good. Oh, that's lovely. That mm. is good. Gather, gathering field. That's gathering well in my mouth. I might start drinking again. We're, too, <laughs> we're, 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 we're nearly two minutes in and all we've done is talk about wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could. Uh, can I just say this, please? Golf is booming. And let me tell you why golf is booming. It is the worst day in the history of Australia here at Australian Golf Headquarters. And the car park is chock-a-block. It is full. Full as a goog. It's a, you know, it's just an, another day. It's not like a set day. It's not, a, it's, it is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. What do you say the worst day? You mean the weather, right? The weather is a I disgrace. Was, I was going to say, what happened? So. The weather is a disgrace well, out there. It's Melbourne. Just wait five minutes. You'll be I, fine. I, I'm actually going to do uh, my masterclass today indoors. I've, so I've already, yeah, I'm not going anywhere near, I'm not going outdoors at all. Well, hang on. That must mean, what, you're going to chip or putt or something? No, I'm just doing putting. Putting. Okay. Putting. A good one, too. Yeah, good. Good one today. Good. Uh, where are we going to start? There's stacks to talk about. Carl, let's oh, talk about Minwoo. Min get the 30 under par. That was incredible. Yeah, he actually, in baseball terms, he hit for the cycle because of his scores. He had 62, 64, 65, 63, so four in a row. Yeah. That's kind of like hitting for the cycle anyway. Yeah, that'll um, do us. 
because it's the single, the double, the triple, and the home yeah. run. <laughs> Very low scoring uh, at the Macau Open. They had a typhoon earlier in the week, so the course got pre- pretty damaged, and yeah. the greenkeepers apparently did an amazing job. Preferred lies first couple yeah. of days. Scoring was insane. Yeah. 30 Great. under par. Grainy greens, too. I, I caught a little bit of it. So mm. to shoot 30 under on grainy greens when you don't play grainy greens too often, that's a mighty effort mm. in itself. It was good to see him playing as well. They, um, oh, he's but, a machine. I mean, he, he was the obviously the standout in the field. His yeah. world rankings are in, just inside the top 50. But it, he was expected to win. So there was a lot of pressure on him going yeah. into the tournament. That's one of the great things about Min Woo Lee. He plays golf for fun. Yeah. Yeah, he, he he can't play enough. He'll go anywhere. He'll play anywhere. Yeah, I'm he, sure. He will. I'm sure he will. Well, yeah, for the right amount. For but the right I, price. I'm, I'm sure he got a little bit, but he, he he genuinely looks happy playing golf. Yeah. Minwoo played in Macau in a typhoon. You're sitting over here, Mark Allen, saying, yeah, right. oh, yeah, a bit of rain outside. <laughs> oh, I'm right. going to do a masterclass inside that yeah. I can't go into that. I yeah. don't want to get the hair messed up. Yes, hey? yes. I've actually put forward to my golf club that when my name and others of my ilk mm. go down, so our, the fair weather players, our name should actually be printed in yellow, all right, as in cowards. <laughs> <laughs> and and if it's raining, we may well pull out. Oh. <laughs> I don't disgrace. want to play in the rain. What's it called? Fair weather golfer. Fair weather golfer. FWG. Yeah, yeah. I am a fair weather golfer nah, these days. It was a great win by Minwoo. First in a couple of years since yeah. he won the Scottish Open. Yeah. And another great win by another fellow Aussie who we know and love, Rod Pamplin. Yeah, Pamps is incredible. Hey, what a great. That was a wider wire win, by the way. Actually, that was two because Minwoo Lee had a wider wire win as well. That, that is correct. Mm. Did you play much with Pamps? I, yeah, I, I did. I, I got to play with him. Quite a bit as well. Yeah. When I say quite a bit, a handful of times, hmm. I got to play with him. When you talk about effort, effortless power, yes. that's what this guy had. Effortless power. Very strong. Yeah. yeah. A hockey, like a ground hockey, not an ice, like well, a he, ground hockey background. Really? Was it? Yeah. Well, he, he was under the um, Gary Edwin. He was yeah, one of his right. guys, yeah. which is more of the arm swing yeah. rather than the body on the backswing. Didn't more, really rotate the body much on the backswing, but through the ball, my goodness, the it, speed. A tiny little backswing. Mm. When I got to play with him, a tiny little backswing, and would just Roger it past me by 30 or 40 every time. Mm. Yeah, he oh, ripped incredible. it. Incredible. One of my favorite things about Pamps is he loves wine, too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a big wine drinker. So. And he's and he's one of the good guys, And too. he's one of the good Isn't ones. He? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he Unfortunately, he did beat me at the World Match Play one year, so I still haven't forgiven him. Did he him, really? Yeah. yeah it was, uh, he got me in the second or third round one year. I can't remember. But, uh, Is that he, one of the years where you beat Tiger? No, no. no it was a, that was, I saved my good form for those years. <laughs> <laughs> so when you beat, actually, I'd always come back to you beating Tiger somehow. When you actually beat Tiger once and then again twice. Yeah. Who ended up rolling you out of those events? Uh, so the first time it was Jeff Ogilvy. Ogilvy. In the quarterfinals, Did I he think. go on to win that He year? went on to win. Yes. And then the second time was Henrik Stenson in the quarterfinal. Oh, that's right. He went on to win. Oh, okay. And then another time I made a quarterfinal, Steve Stricker beat me. He went yeah, on. Whoever man. beat me seemed to go on to win. It was sucked. that the Steve Stricker one at uh, Metropolitan, Metropolitan Golf Club? Metropolitan, yeah. Yeah, bad story, that one. We've, we've told that before. We won't go there. We won't go there. Uh, and the other win that uh, you and I were right there for was Ben Eccles. Mm. Uh, and to say, you know, he turned his round, mid-round, um, right around, was incredible. He did. Yeah, got off to that slow start at the WAPGA Championship. We were doing commentary yeah. on the Fox Sports KO. And, you know, he had the six-shot lead to start off with. 
Yeah. And we were talking at the start of the coverage, okay, these always, always. come back. Always. Always. But we were due a blowout. Yeah. But funnily enough, it started coming back. Yeah. He, he took, what did he, three putt, two of couple the first of, couple five of three putts, holes? couple of three putts early. Yep. Uh, and Kit Biddle uh, made a couple of birdies early. Mm. And it was whittled. Three? Kit, three whittled, shots at once. Biddle whittled it down to three. <laughs> Uh, and then he just he went whoosh after yeah. he hold that bunker shot in my hole. Yeah, it was, it was a great win. Uh, eight years between drinks for him. First one was an, as an amateur, New yeah. South Wales Open, and now second one as a pro. Yeah, very impressive. And the other big winner, go on in Australia, who Australian who Mal Baker. <laughs> he, he actually won the most money out of any Australian this week because he well, caddies for Taylor Gooch on the Live Tour. But, but Gooch got rolled. Gooch got beaten in the playoff. Yeah, yeah that's correct. Right. That's right. But so he still made how much cash? Two point two five million from the Live Jetta tournament. And However, he'd be, he'd be on a straight ten, wouldn't he? Straight ten. Straight yeah, ten imagine, deal. Yeah. But then Gooch won the season long bonus, which was eighteen million US dollars. So, so, so he gets another ten percent. He gets ten percent. It's another one point eight. So he basically got two million dollars uh, over the weekend. US. Let's, can we need to get <laughs> Malcolm Baker? Onto the program. We should, actually. We, yeah. we actually should. Yeah. He's probably got his own manager these days, knowing Mel. <laughs> uh, the way, That's the true. Way he's going. Yeah. Uh, that is incredible. Um, mm. There's been a, a couple of big stories just ticking along uh, that we just missed last week, so we might as well talk about them sure. now. Uh, the world rankings. Yes. Liv have been denied the world rankings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I were lucky enough to interview Gavin Kirkman, the CEO of the PGA yesterday, he assured us things were moving along quite well, uh, I believe, Gav. Uh, I've heard differently. I've heard that talks are off, is what really? I've heard. That, that's what I've heard. But if Gav says things are moving along, then things are moving along. What can you do? Yeah, maybe you should tap into your Texas Tech connection and find out, maybe. Yes, I should. <laughs> that's right. I'll, I'll, anyway. I'll, I'll do that. But what does that say, Nick? I mean, you've been over there. You understand the wavelength that a lot of the players are on. Mm. Um, and we do know that there are people uh, in both camps. And when I say both camps, PGA Tour and World Ranking Camps, they're on both. So I, I can see how it would be easy to deny Liv if you were mean-spirited. Yep. Uh, but well, what does it mean for Live Golf if they're not going to get world rankings? It's an issue. It really is an issue for Live Golf because Greg Norman has touted all along that, yes, they'll, they'll be coming. But the problem is they have some roadblocks, yeah. as we know, the 54-hole, the no-cut, which I yeah. heard Peter Dawson from the RNA talk about that a little bit. He said, look, we can work around that format a little bit. The issue is because it's more of a closed shop. Mm. You know, guys are playing against the same 48 players week in, week out. And again, I've heard some different stories floating around and, and there was a good point brought up by a reporter in the US. I mm. can't remember what his name was, but he mentioned, imagine if Steph Curry got yeah. invited to play. He got a contract to play and live. Yeah. All of a sudden, if they're giving world ranking points, Steph Curry could have a world ranking. Correct way. And he's never done anything golf-wise in his life. So, yeah. and, and the, so, so we're going to see four... So we're at a critical point in Live Golf for this week because next week, or uh, well, this coming week, is the team championship. Yeah. And I love that format. Yeah, I good. actually really enjoyed that it's last year. It's their best year. week. It is book. their best week. Yeah. So the team aspect is, is a difficult one for the world ranking points as well. Um, there was a bit of a story earlier in the week about someone in a previous mm. Live Golf event mm. where he didn't actually play as well as he could have because it was going to affect a teammate. So yeah. then we're getting into gray areas there as far as yes. you know, are you competing at the highest level 
when your teammates are involved Correct. as well. So that's a bit of an issue. Look, Bryson DeChambeau is a great example at the moment. He's ranked outside the top 100 in the world. Really, he should be in the top 20 or 30, I would imagine. Of course he should be. Of course he should be. There's been talk about the world rankings. Why don't we go more down the data golf rankings, which is to do with strokes gained? Yeah. You'd have like a power ranking in a sense. Maybe they could rank him that way because he's probably, because they do that uh, strokes gain ranking in the live golf, he's probably ranked somewhere in the top 30 in the world in that. Yeah, okay. So that's a possibility to do it that way. But... Given there's only, if everyone's playing you know, the same field week in, week out, there's only four people that drop out yeah. because they're in a critical point now, as I mentioned earlier. They, they have these four players that are dropping out, and I think that's going to be Jed Morgan, James Piat, uh, Chase Kepka, mm. and uh, C1 Kim, who's basically finished last in well, every event. Yeah, so they're so risky. He, he's finished almost last in every event, and he's made $1.6 million this year. That's, that's pretty good, right? That's reasonable. Yeah. For, yep. I mean, for 14 weeks. Yeah. But, and then they have an issue of people who are guaranteed to stay up, the long-term contracts like Phil Mickelson, Dustin yep. Johnson. If they play horrible, they're yep. going to stay up and they're going to keep playing. Yeah. Uh, there's two captains that are going to stay in, but they should be dropped, Lee Westwood and Martin Keimer. So they have all these issues around who can come in and who can flow out, and I think that's where the sticking points are. So I've seen uh, other tours with, I'm going to say, no-name players that get world ranking points but their world ranking points are only go down to about the top eight players who've you know one first to eighth uh and if you win you don't get hmm. let's say whatever it is the 500 points that you might get for winning somewhere else or whatever it is so i, I always thought that you could kind of give world ranking points but it would only be to the top five or six players you, that's an option Maybe give it to the top 10 players yeah. each week on live. That, yeah. That's it. So if you finish in the top 10, you're eligible for some world ranking points. If you have a cracking year mm. like Gooch or um, uh, you know any of the other guys who have won multiple times, then you're certainly not going to get the same average as the DP World Tour and the, and the PGA Tour players. But mm. there's something there for you. It is an issue, and something needs to be resolved because we want to see these players. Mm. You know, I mean, Cam Smith, our own Cam. Yep. I mean, we, we want to see him play majors do. for years to come, and he will, obviously, given yep. he won the Open, and there's an exemption that rides with that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've got four years left. Is that what it is? He's got five, four years. Five years. He's, got four, he's five years <laughs> yeah. in every tournament after the Open. He was lucky the Open was the last tournament mm. these days, the last major uh, in the year these days. So he's had one year, and now he's got another four. So he's got to win another major to get the extra five years yeah. that's how it works but the world rankings are basically there for who gets in the majors yeah. at the end of the day yeah. it's not for who gets in the pga tour or the european tour it is for who gets in the majors so the majors could have their a, a little exemption category of their mm. own they can actually go outside the borders and go look we're going to give top five on the live tour they can play the masters yeah. top three play the open they can do that. They could that do that. That is a possibility. Yeah. And, um, and probably for the ones who aren't already exempt. Exempt, yes. Yeah, that's, that's how you do it. Mm. So mm. all the guys who are exempt, DJ, Brooks, um, Smith, all those guys are already in. They, they don't count. So, so if you went off that, if it was top five, get into all the majors, if you're playing live, um, it might dribble down to about nine or ten mm. in, in some cases, which would be fine. I think so. I think yeah. that'd be fine. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Uh, but they're at a real crossroads right now. And 
the talks between the PGA Tour and the PIF and all that sort of thing yeah. that's going on, I mean, that's going to go well into next year now. They're not going to finalise anything by the end of this year. So when are we going to see what Liv's schedule looks like next year? Uh, they haven't put anything out yet. I'll, I want to know when Liv Adelaide is on because I'm hoping it's not going to clash with any of our tournaments here in Australia, which originally I heard it was going to. So... I hope not, because yeah. that would be devastating no, for our local players. I don't think they will, though. They can't. Greg, Greg surely yep. would understand that he that can't happen. It shouldn't. So I, I, I'd be, I'd be staggered if he did that. Yeah. Well, so. it probably it may well not be Greg's fault. It might be someone else's fault. But surely Greg's flying the flags and hey, listen, please don't put it yeah. in this week. Yeah, we don't want it the week of the week big open or anything like no, that no. next year for sure. So that's the last thing. Um, ben Arn. Yes, I was gonna. Go something else, but that's okay. Uh, yes, Ben Arn got suspended from the tour for a, was Korean, it three months. Yeah, for a Korean cough medicine that <laughs> had something in it. Yeah. Now, so I, they do drug testing on tour. I yeah. used to have to do it when I was over there. How often did you get rolled? Well, it, it was funny. If, if I ever had a break, yeah. maybe well, I didn't get yeah. rolled, by the way. Yeah. But uh, if, well, you if, noticed if, you avoided that question <laughs> initially. <laughs> I, I have no comment. Um, <laughs> every three or four, if, like if I had a three or a four week break and I yeah. came back and played a tournament, funnily enough, I was the pick to. You're the guy. I'm the guy. So they say it's random, but it's not really. But yeah, I, I would random. say. Probably once a month, once every mm. six weeks, I would, I would think. And the worst right. thing was, because basically it's, it's, it's kind of humiliating in a way because you've got yeah. to stand there and drop trousers. Yeah. And, and, and Someone's got to watch. Someone's got to watch. So which you is, haven't got a fakie. No, exactly. <laughs> and, and if you've taken a, you know, a leak on the 16th or 17th yeah. hole, yeah. you come out of the scorers. Because when they get you is when you come out of the scorers and you get the tap on the shoulder, hey, you've been chosen come with to me. blah, blah, blah. They hang with you until you do it because right. they... And they don't leave your sight. I mean, yeah. you got to go eat. You, I started just drinking, you know, Gatorades, yeah. whatever, just to get some yeah. fluids in myself. But the problem is, then it dilutes it. The other thing is, if you give a diluted sample, sorry, that doesn't work. You got to do another one. So then, oh, hang on, gosh. it's a pain in the butt. But he he got done for some sort of banned substance, as you mentioned. His mum gave him some yeah. cough medicine from so, Korea. So do we know whether the substance in the cough medicine was a performance enhancing drug, or was it? Like Warney, a, a masking agent of a drug that Don't may know. well yeah, cause not... you to hit the ball fifty yards <laughs> further or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. So, um, but it's it's you know it is out there. Those things no. do happen every now and then. The PGA Tour tends to cover these things up. I'm actually mm. surprised that they did announce that Ben Arn was the guy. Yeah. So it is what it is. Well, he's not exactly a poster um, boy, is he? They could, they could torch Ben Arn and no, they won't get true. any kickback. Yeah. What, what did you think of Lexi's performance at the in Vegas? I thought she played fantastic. Incredible. Even par on a PGA Tour golf course, one that's not short, I thought was absolutely mm. sensational. Now, the cut was around the par. She shot even. She was a bit nervous on that last putt. Understandably. <laughs> I felt so bad for her because um, it flashes up on the screen. Uh, she was a hundred percent for putt six foot and under oh, no. <laughs> for the first two rounds, oh. and here's her first. You know, she's got a three and a half, four footer. To you know, maybe push for the cut. It was never going to be no. that. By the way, it was always going to be a three on the cut, um, and you know, it was a horrible looking yeah. stroke. Well, I think she bogeyed two holes coming in, so yeah. she actually was on the cut line for a while at two under, but it was always probably going to go to three. Yeah. I've played that event many times, and it's typically it's a four or five undercut. Yeah. The course, as you said, it's not short, but it plays short. Uh, it's very firm, quite wide open off the tee. It was the ideal course for Lexi for to Lexi. play. And uh, I, I heard what she carries in a bag, and I couldn't believe it. She carries a driver, a three-wood, and then a two-iron. 
I'd, I Say that again. A driver three wood, two iron. No five wood, no hybrid. A today two iron? Yeah. Well, it's a, a driving iron of some sort. Right. So a t- the two irons today, because I, I, just, I just know my four iron's got 22 degrees, mm. which, which is you know, outrageous. Um, three irons used to be, a three iron used to be 20 degrees. So the two irons, 17, de- I reckon the two irons got like 17 yeah. or 18 degrees. Yeah, that's true. Can she get the thing in the air? Oh, she flushes it. Yeah, I think she used oh. it quite a bit out there, but that, that really kind of surprised me. But great effort from her. I thought it was brilliant. Mm. And to tell you the truth, if she played again this week and played as well, you know, some of those early nerves, you know, you'd be used to it this time. Yeah. She might get off to a better start. She may well make the cut. Who I, knows? I agree. I agree. I think, well, there's probably some other girls. I think that that, that would be great to have them out there to try as well. Like Angel Yin, who won the LPGA mm. event. I think she'd be yeah. a fantastic pick to play what, on the men's tour. What about Rose? I don't think she's long enough. Okay. No, she's not long enough. What about Lynn? Lynn Grant. Oh, yes. Lynn Grant. Lynn Grant would be would a be beauty. interesting one. Yeah, she would be a good one, actually. <laughs> Do you think we'll see more of this, though? Do you think it's going to happen more and more? Yeah. Yeah, I I think it could. I think it could. Yeah. I think this, this time of year, it, yes. it, 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 it does give you a little bit of interest. And these sponsors this time of year, they, they want interest. And even though the PGA Tour has sponsors lined up, this, this is how... Um, the Seniors Tour got started. So Arnold Palmer used to be kind of uh, involved with the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. They had so many sponsors, a waiting list for sponsors to look after the big tournaments on the PGA Tour. So Arnold, pretty smart character, he said, well, hang on a second. We've got a lot of old blokes who wouldn't mind playing. Why don't we start a Seniors Tour and, and this can be the nursery for the waiting list because they were so desperate to get involved with golf. So... When you had all those legends as well, just yeah. sort of, you know, at that age, you had your, well, you had Nicholas, you Trevino, had Trevino, yeah, all these yeah. superstars, yeah. Speaking of Trevino, our, our buddy Ray Mack yes. just qualified for the A-grade club championship <laughs> at Kingston Heath, your club. Hang on, when you say A-grade, is that the championship or is it the next level down? Well, well you should know, but I believe it's the next level down, okay. yeah. Okay, so they're still very good. It's still impressive, so. Have, I, I, I did notice, and I don't want to put my club in, but I'm sorry I'm going to put my club in. Yeah, why not? Not many people break eighty in the club championship. My my club is full of very very good players. Not many clubs play stroke. That's the thing. They're always yeah. playing Stableford in the club champs. Oh no, not oh, in yeah, the club sorry. champs. But I'm saying yeah. that they, they what do they play stroke once a month? Once a month in the middle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's no big deal. They're so attuned to playing in the middle. It's no big deal. But when the club championships come along, it's a different beast for them, isn't it? Yeah. Well, no, I I agree because yeah. all of a sudden you've got the the gold plated. Yes. in the clubhouse That's where your right. name's going to go up. A little bit more pressure it's comes along. It's a big along. deal. The club all, champs are a big deal. They certainly are. Did you ever win a club champ? Uh, now, listen, <laughs> it's, a, it's a very much a sore point. Oh, no. In Another the, one. In my family. Another one. So I'm the only one in my family not to have won a club championship. Really? Mum won one at Shep and a couple at Huntingdale. Dad won one. My brother won one at Huntingdale. Wow. I was four up with five to play at Huntingdale. Oh, no. And I was going to be the youngest ever Huntingdale Club champion, and I got rolled on the 37th hole. So Jeez. it still hurts me, Nick. That's thanks, tough. thanks again so for my, bringing it up. It's my, great. My Good apologies. on you. Uh, yeah. Question on Ray Mack. Is he going to fly into Kingston Heath in a helicopter? Yeah, sure. He probably <laughs> he's, will. he's big on that. He sounds like a real wanker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, you should see him dress. He's the best dressed golfer I've ever seen at club level. No, he sure is. He, he, he's a bit like Doug Sanders. No. The way he gets around, got beautiful shoes, beautiful sweaters. Yeah. Well, I'm playing with him this week, so we're uh, at at the Heath. Yeah, okay. So uh, I'll let you know what he wears. 
uh, I want you to get up and down from that bunker mm. over there on the ninth, and I'll see you on the tenth. I'm, I'm going to refill my glass. Yeah, no, I knew you were. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now, if you haven't checked out the Golf Clearance Outlet, then you, I can guarantee you this, are missing out. And if you have, well, you know what we're talking about. Great time to drop in because with all the new equipment released in January, good old Sam at the Golf Clearance Outlet is licking his lips because the stores are chock full of 2023 branded clearance product. And you know that was a hell of a year for golf equipment, Nick. You're spot on there, Mark. There's heaps of gear for righties, of course. But as you know, I am a lefty, so there's a heap of gear for lefties Mm. as well and plenty for both men and women and If you're after a great Prezi idea, you can get gift cards in-store or online. So if you're looking for great golf gear and great prices, the Golf Clearance Outlet needs to be in your plans to go and check it out. See the team in-store at Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane and Perth or online golfclearanceoutlet.com.au. It's that simple, Nick. Can't wait. Hang on, hang on, Nick. I thought you were righty putting now. Oh, that's right. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Mark, you are all across Watch My Numbers. You are all over this like a rash. It does look pretty impressive. Look, one of the things I missed from my career that Nick enjoyed was having stats available. I never got it except, of course, for Sand Saves where I was number one. But I never got the look at how close I was hitting the five irons, where my miss was with my driver. I never got it. And it was always just in my head. I didn't actually know the facts. And with Watch My Numbers, it's no longer a feel thing. It is a factual guide to what you are doing in the game. And Nick, Mm. you knew how powerful that was playing in the US Tour. Yeah, we had what was called ShotLink over there, but I wish I'd have had this sort of an app for myself because weirdly, I was very much a field player and I kind of stayed away from the statistics. But looking back, if I'd have had this, who knows? So it's got the pro level. It's got the elite level. It's got the low handicapper, the high handicapper. It covers everybody and your stats will be assessed at your level, and you'll be pushed into the right direction because of the Watch My Numbers app. It's a beauty, folks, and I highly, highly recommend it. I was on it the other day, and uh, subscribers get extra bonus content, including videos from you, Mark, doing some stuff as well. <laughs> Why are you laughing, man? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Hey, by the way, do you do it during or the round or after? Either way. Oh, really? Yeah, you can do it right there and then, or you finish your round and you put your own data in. So nice. you might have had a 150-metre 7-iron on the third hole at Metropolitan Golf Club. Put where you hit it from, you mark where it went to, and then you've got the real-time data at your fingertips anytime you want from that point forward. Watch My Numbers helps you master your game and play smarter by using data. Like the podcast? Oh, maybe tell a friend. Drop them a text or share it on your socials. This is Talk Birdie to Me with Nick O'Hearn and Mark Allen. Did you have a little cheese board with that uh, red wine you're drinking? <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I should have brought that in, actually. I'll, I'll, I'll remember that for next time. Hang on, I'm supplying the wine. Dan, maybe you get the cheese. It's yeah. a very nice wine. It's lovely. So. Can yeah. I just say this as well? Uh, there is that much regard now for the Ping Global results. It's almost time for a little offshoot uh, podcast where it's just <laughs> the Ping Global results. There's that much, there's yes. that much interest in it. Uh, and while I'm mentioning Ping, and a big, again, thanks for your contribution, uh, the golf clearance outlet, Sam Colosimo, uh, just Google Golf clearance outlet. Mm. Go there, get fitted, do the whole lot. Absolutely. Hey, I was talking to Daryl, our sound guy, yeah. the other day. You know what he's doing for Christmas this year? I don't think he's giving away too much. Go he's on. taking his young bloke into the golf clearance outlet. He's getting him uh, fitted for his first set of clubs. Ah, oh, that is sensational. How, How good is Fantastic. that? Fantastic. That Spe- is sensational. Speaking of getting fitted, by the way, I went into Ping today to get fitted for some woods. You didn't get fitted, I, did you? First time in my life. You got <laughs> fitted. What I, was it like for you getting it, fitted? It was bizarre because I've told you before, on tour, I was known as the most least maintenance yeah. guy. I mean, they'd give me a club and I'd just hit it and I'd go, yep, like that. No, I don't. Blah, blah, blah. That's yeah. what you say, though, but no one else has said that to us. <laughs> yeah, funny that. Least maintenance? Yeah. <laughs> High maintenance might be the next one. So, But we, um, but we never, ever got fitted. because no, back in the day, no. We, we just knew what we liked. Yeah. Well, Simple as that. With the technology now where they can just take the club head yeah. out and they just tweak it, do this, do that. Try it this, was amazing. It. But I, So I was down in Moorabbin and Matt Austin's the ping uh, guy down there and we just went through the whole shebang and I got these G430s in the bag now to try. I, he gave me a few to take away to, yeah. to have a hit. And I tell you what, in the simulator, I was reaching my old numbers. Were you really? Oh, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was actually curious. I was wondering, when, when I got over the 100 mile per hour you know, swing yeah. speed, I thought, oh, you beauty, I'm Here actually not go. bad. Here I, we go. I went out and I was probably around averaging between 102 to 104. And yeah. I said, I'll, I'll really go after this one. Yeah. And it just ticked over 105. <laughs> <laughs> he jumped out of his shoes uh, for a 105. Yeah, unfortunately. And, and it's interesting. you know, That's I've, hilarious. I, I talk about this in my book. Be, between 100 mile per hour and 105 mile yeah. per hour, for yeah. me, yeah. it was about three to four yards. That's all I'm getting. Three yeah. to four meters maybe. Or five meters. I yeah. don't know. Whatever it was. Is that because but of the ball spin or what, what was may, happening? Oh, I don't know what Were was happening. Were you coming happening? down sharper or yeah. you came down later and that made you sharper into the maybe, ball or something? Maybe, but but that five mile per hour difference when it's 115 to 120, yeah. all of a sudden that turns into 20 metres. Yeah, it's exactly unbelievable. Right. So the faster you swing, if you're gaining those same gains, yeah. you get more distance. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and, and the, that's the way the ball's designed. Mm. So it's exponential if you are a 120 something mile an hour golf swinger. Yeah. I mean, you're just the, the effect is a hell of a lot more oh, yeah. than you and I at, at mm. you know low hundies. The other thing I got from there is uh, I snuck a little PLD answer, the ping answer putter, and oh, this thing it looks like the Dark Knight. It is beautiful, yeah. no lines or anything. It actually looks a bit like Cam Smith, but he doesn't use the ping. Yeah. But this thing is incredible. You know my favorite thing about ping. Mm. My favorite thing about ping is that that original answer. It's been copied and copied and changed. copied and copied and copied and copied. And now Ping have almost got the best version of it because <laughs> they've actually copied and improved on the copies <laughs> of the ones that the guys who have been copying uh, them. Yeah, it all started with them. Uh, you know, mm. Well done. I, I still, now, hey, did you get fitted for irons as well or just the woods? That's uh, coming just before. I'm going to get the new uh, S uh, blueprints, but they're not out yet. So I'm waiting for them to come down and I'll... Um, have you I'll said I want to be number one in Australia oh. for those, please? Have you, have you put your foot down? Whenever they come, they come. It's all good. So, Well, they look yeah. like, are they a bladey looking thing or is it? A cavity, uh, cavity blade, yeah. Very popular on two of the blueprints. And now there's, there's this new S blueprint coming, I believe. So. so the S blueprint would be 
a sort of look-alike of what the boys on tour are using, but yeah. it's a little bit more help for the... I, I think so. Well, I think the tour guys may, might have already started using them. I'm, I'm not sure. Because the tour guys always get things yeah. a little bit ahead of everyone else. Yeah. So, uh, but it'll certainly be an up uh, an upshoot yeah. from my eye blades, which I got about eight years ago. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I, my honeymoon period with the T150s Tideless mm, that yes. I've got is well and truly over. Right. And they're the best clubs I've ever you had. You love them? Yeah, I, uh, I absolutely beautiful. love them. Beautiful. I love the look of them. I love the feel of them. I love yeah. everything about them. They are the nice. best. Well, I've always had the Tideless Vokey wedges and, um, and they're good, but I'm going to get the new uh, Ping Glides. So we'll see how they compare. Glide wedges? Mm. How much bounce? Don't know. I don't know yet. What do you but, mean you don't know? Well, they're not out bounce. yet. I haven't seen them yet. What's, they, what's your standard bounce? Uh, well, I have six degrees, but I'll be around that six to eight. And maybe. will you go 50, 56, 60? What's your. No, what? I'm, I'm just a 54, 60 guy. I just have two. You just have two? Two, and I manipulate the heck out of those two. Like Tiger. Like does, Tiger. Is, does he? Yeah, he's he only got two. two. He's just got yeah. a wedge. And then I've got a pitching wedge. So, so I've got three wedges. What are you going to do? Because all the modern wedges are around 46 degrees loft. And if you've got a 54, that's a yeah. big eight degree difference. Well, I get the I get, I get it tweaked to 48. That's there okay. You, you know, I just get the six degree difference. Hey, people want to know this stuff, mate. Yeah, it's, I, good. it's very, very important. You say <laughs> it like it's nothing. But for people who are listening, they go, oh, that's what you do. Well, that's how you do it. You that's actually why get someone to bend your club. Hey, that's why you get fitted. That's right. <laughs> so, would you say that uh, Ping are helping you play your best? Uh, very good. Uh, hey, uh, hey, the company line. Oh, Look at him over there. Well, we do have a message from uh, Peter Coulson who messaged in about Ping. Yeah, go and on. he said, "I'm trying to get my wife playing with my daughter and I, and I'm really glad that Ping are looking after women." He's talking about the new Ping oh, yeah. women's range, which oh. is really, really good. They yeah. are the, the, what they've done for women's golf and kids golf, um, all Ping especially, but everyone's trying. It has been brilliant. And that's, I think that's not, we were talking about golf booming before. You know, you walk in the car park here, lots of women are playing. I really believe the equipment now for women versus what it was uh, when I used to watch my mum play. It's just, you know, oh, it's incredible. Ridiculous. Yeah. No, they're, they're, ridiculous think, the difference. Yeah, they've got the Ping GLE3s. So look yeah, out okay. for those. Got a bit of feedback, boys? Yes. Okay. Good. Uh, yeah, yeah, lots of good okay, feedback. Yeah, 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 it's really good. Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, this is a bit of a long... What, what about for Nick? We, we never know. <laughs> we never know, Dan. So. <laughs> well, yeah, hey, you know what? If you get a whack, you get a whack. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, we've got to roll with it. First of all, from Marcus O'Callaghan, who said, Hey, boys, loving the show. Listen to a few US golf pods, and I generally hear a lot of low handicaps. It seems like their handicapping, ha- handicapping system is a little bit subjective, they play any kind of social round, and the card from that round can be submitted. That they even include cards where there are gimmies. Is that right? And can you explain the differences? No, that is right. They're very uh, liberal. Liberal is a good liberal word. Liberal with uh, um, how they hand their cards in. Um, you would never do it here because it's so different here. They don't have club comps over there. No. They don't have comps. So we have a stable footer or a par comp or a stroke comp or whatever comp every single time. And we are required to sign a card. We're over there. You, you just kind of play. You get on the first tee and you negotiate what your handicap's going to be for the day and then off you go. You negotiate how many mulligans you're going to get. You negotiate the gimme <laughs> distance. You negotiate everything on the first tee. Yeah, you have a mulligan yeah, for it. sure. That's it. Yeah, what, about, what about in Europe or is, that, is it largely America? Uh, they're kind of in between us and America. I Europe? think so, yeah. Somewhere in between. Have more of the club comps. But, yeah... I, I know this because I've explained it. There, there is wood. talk about gimmies being encouraged. I think we're going to be the last country in the whole world to, to, for that to happen. To speed up play? 
the, the speed up yep. play, especially okay. in, in Stableford and park competitions. If it's unmissable, just let's get moving. Mm. Gavin has written in, uh, in response to you guys talking about uh, Ludwig Orberg. Yes. Oh, well, week. good technique. Very good. Mm. There. Mm. So I'm going to read this one because Dan has a glass of wine in him and he can't uh, quite get God this out. So <laughs> this is from Gavin Orberg, Ludwig is a breath of fresh air to golf. Walks to the ball, aligns, hits on the greens, sees the line and putts. Simple game. Get rid of caddies and time the fools on greens. Time the fool. The, the fools who are taking too much time. I, I don't mind that. Um, well, they, no, time, they, they time them everywhere, really. Of course they should. They be. should. They should get a warning, you know. They should say, hey, listen, we, yeah. we, we had a bit of a look at your round and we're not happy with the amount of time you're taking. You mightn't have got a warning today, but we're telling you, sharpen up because we don't like the amount of time you're taking. And they could say that with a smile in their voice and a smile on their face, and then the player knows. That's just the first step. You had a uh, suggestion, or we had a suggestion mm -hmm. for a top five last week from David Craig in Brisbane. He said top five redos. Yes. Shots you'd like to redo, which, Nick, that, you're going to have a look at this week, yeah? That's correct. Have you already done it? I've already done it, yes. Oh, well, we have some suggestions. I can, I'm always good for suggestions. Okay. Could, could the top five become like a top ten? Probably. Maybe. Well, maybe, <laughs> well, you, could, maybe you could just uh, uh, insert uh, and uh, take a few out or do whatever. I already had a 6A and 6B. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, here, here's one from Chris Payne. Chris Payne has said, 2006 US Open, 18th hole, wing foot Phil Mickelson's tee shot, the last hole was a shocker. Shocker. It was a shocker. I actually didn't have that. I had his second shot mm. as a possibility. That was yeah. my 6B. Yeah. So, But I like that, the tee shot. But the problem was, if he does it again, he'll yeah. do it again because he didn't hit a fairway that day. He was hitting it sideways. It's so it wouldn't be a good second shot. How he can score on a US no, Open course hitting it sideways. I just... Yeah. Well, he was hitting it that wide where where he hit it to, the rough was trampled yeah, down. Yeah. So, This one's from Ant. Was it Ann Byung-Hung at the 2019 President's Cup duffing a chip on the 18th in his singles match, thereby sniffing out any chance of a draw? Snuffing out, I think is what he meant. Hmm. And uh, that's actually Ben Ahn, who just yeah. got done for... I can't remember Ben Ahn stuffing a chip up. Can you remember him stuffing I can't, a chip up? I can't remember. That. Was that at Liberty National? 2019, that was here at Royal. Uh, yeah, it could have been. It might have been here could at Royal. Could have been here at Royal, yes. I think you're right. All right, here's one from Gianluca. Uh, Gianluca has said, what about every shot Van Der Velde hit on the last at Carnoustie? <laughs> Funnily enough, Van Der Velde does make my type five. Does he? And only one of the shots. Ah. Just one of them? Yep. All right, he was the unluckiest golfer in the world with the four iron over. It just hit the wrong spot in that. Okay. We're going to discuss all this. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. good. And the last suggestion for the top five redos is from Eric Lowe. Eric has said, what about Greg Norman, 86 US Masters, mm. final round, 18th hole yep. approach shot? Yep, his four iron, that is in my top five. It's in there. It's in all there. All right, so we've yep. got, we got some accurate uh, feedback listeners here. It's good. Yep. Now, we've got some other feedback here as well. Now, this is, you know how you said, uh, if you're getting a whack earlier on, Nick? Yeah. It's sure. not really a whack, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. okay. Good. Now, David uh, David Mulhall has posted, this is on a post that we, when we posted how you'd beat Tiger, we posted the video of you beating Tiger. Okay. And David said, he's tagged his mate Josh in this. He said, hey, Josh, did you know this? It's brand new information to me. And Josh has replied saying, taking David again, wow, I'm surprised this hasn't been talked about more. <laughs> is it, it, what, what's the sarcasm emoji? Is, I don't know what it, it is. Yeah. I, I don't know. How do, you, how do you signal sarcasm? I always just go dot, dot, dot is my way of suggesting there's what, a bit of what, sarcasm. What was his name again? Sorry. Uh, David was the first bloke and okay. Josh was his mate. Well, yeah. let me just say, We're David and Josh, 
if you've beaten Tiger Woods a couple of times, <laughs> trust me, you'd be talking about it a lot as oh, well. <laughs> even <laughs> once. I'll be wearing the T-shirt. <laughs> Some more feedback here, boys. Uh, these are from Apple Podcasts where people can review, and these are great. This is from Teacher in Oz. If you're an Aussie, you love golf, you're going to love this podcast. Mark and Nick are the perfect combo. Oh, that's nice. And this one from Marky Mark. I wonder if that's uh, Marky Mark from yeah, the Funky Warburg. Bunch. Yeah, he's a big golfer. Mm. Loves golf. Moved to Las Vegas so he could play more golf. Yeah, speed golf. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. Mm. yeah. With Mark and Nick's experience around the globe on all things golf, there isn't a better show to keep up with the latest news. Highly recommended. That's well, very nice. Marky Mark. Very nice. Thank you. Andrew has said, Marco, you mentioned on this week's podcast, this is last week's podcast, mm-hmm. your New Zealand Open story. The first time I heard that story was way back on your Open Mic episode when you were battling cancer. The most inspirational 45 minutes of TV to watch. You have saved so many lives since then. Oh, that's nice. Mm. I was never going to do that uh, open mic, but uh, Mike Sheen made me do it, and I'm really glad I did. Yeah, for I'm sure. really glad I did. Spread yeah. the word. Two more uh, comments. Well, a comment and a question. The first comment is from Straight Lines. Is Jason Norris the nicest bloke on tour? He looks like a bloke you'd love to have a couple of years with. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, I, I can vouch for Jason Norris. He's, yep. a, he's an absolute belter. I, I, I think I mentioned last week mm. that he actually had this horrible bike accident. He did. At Coolum? At Coolum. That's yes. right. And he could always ride around. Um, and he was riding back uh, after one of the functions to his yep. to his uh, room. And there was those concrete things where you park kind of your golf buggy up against he didn't see it went over lost all of his teeth all they had to redo his jaw it was horrific horrific. Mm. and for him to come back and play half decent is just a a miracle because he was in real trouble for a long long time certainly was ripping guy i think he's drinking i think he's eating through a straw for six months something like that it was it was very very bad what Mm. happened sounds like one of those diets that lana puts you on (laughs) oh come on (laughs) (laughs) that was self-inflicted don't worry (laughs) Uh, last one here a question from jamie jamie hey guys do golf sunglasses do anything in particular that sets them apart and makes them different to normal sunnies? We, uh, we get a lot of sunglasses yeah, we uh, had questions. That. We haven't had that before on yeah. this uh, podcast. Mm. Uh, I think so. I, I think the technology is suitable for golf, but I'm always big on the lenses. They they seem to be the ones that, yeah, uh, that work the best. I think the latest ones are enhancing what you're seeing on the yeah. greens, especially not so much on the fairways and that, but it's more for green reading. Yeah. Um, I definitely look into them if they do have a golf version, whether it be. I don't know, Oakley or Bolle yeah. or whoever, Kanan, who are the ones that I always wore. Um, yeah, for and, sure. And look you into them. Click out some lenses yes. and click in others exactly. and all that kind of stuff. I think that's you know pretty important. Uh, you know what I reckon? I've got a feeling that's like those high-performance caps out here in the in the workshop. <laughs> hey, don't laugh at the high-performance oh, stuff, mate. I can tell you now, a high-performance cap is a cap. <laughs> There's no difference. They work high-performance on there and they work 30% on the price. That's what happens. I'm calling it. Hey, can we get some kind of little uh, musical intro yeah. to the Ping Global Results, please? Because <laughs> it is now got a life of its own. Oh, well, here, yeah, well, you have to think about what sort of music you think would suit it, Nick, what you yeah, would like. Well, maybe the violin by the sounds of it. I don't know. Wow, <laughs> the violin came out last week, so. It did. It did. Yeah, okay, I'll have a think about that. Okay, time for the Ping Global Results. We started off with Minwoo Lee, obviously, winning in Asia on Macau Open. Any yeah. other Australians playing there? There was. There was a New Zealander was next best. Uh, ben Campbell finished tied for ninth. We had Andrew Dote tied for 11th. And Zach Murray tied for 17th. There were actually a lot more Aussies, but that yeah. went a long way down the list. Good on you, Zach. No, it was uh, very impressive. It's good to see Zach playing yeah, well again. I want again. to see Zach playing mm. well again. I do. Certainly do. Uh, on the PGA Tour at the Shriners Championship in Las Vegas, uh, Tom Kim yep. uh, won 
Well, he had his third win in 15 months. Yep. You know yep. how old he is? Uh, I'm going to say he's 23. He is 21 years old. Oh, my God. He's had three wins, and he is the youngest person yep. since Tiger Woods to win three times before he's well, yep. at the age of 21 or better. Yep. Like, Unbelievable. Can I give you something about his win that shocked me today? Yep. Uh, I'm a, a real sucker for the what's in the bag oh, that yeah. gets sent around. Mm. Normally, a professional will go extra stiff, then a little soft extra stiff, and then uh, maybe in his iron will be another soft extra stiff, and then he might go down okay. to S400s, uh, and then it might be you know S200s in the wedges. Yep. So they get softer and softer as you go down to your lob wedge. According to Tom Kim's what's in the bag, yeah. he did the opposite. He had X, he had X one hundreds in his wedges, okay. <laughs> right? And he had it just went less Softer. and less. So he had I think he had um, uh, Project X six point fives in his irons, and then in in his hybrid he had a five point five. It went backwards, went the other way. It went okay. the other way. I couldn't. I, I thought oh, they've made a mistake. Uh, means you hit it further, but maybe not straighter. But he's pretty accurate. I will say that. Oh, so. He's twenty one. Yeah. He's won three times. It's, I don't know. It might be the way of the future. Yeah. Am amongst the Aussies, Cam Davis tied for seventh. Really good result. Yep. Came home in sixty six. Uh, Harris and Endicott tied for fifty six. And also at that tournament, it was a weird one. Mm. Uh, miscut. But you know, it's yep. worth mentioning. There was an Aussie called Craig Hocknell. I've never heard of this. Never guy. heard of Craig. He's like a teaching pro in Arizona and New York, over in the U.S., went to college and all that. And Monday uh, Cude. No, he won the PGA's Southwest section, ah. which got him a start in Vegas. It's like his sixth start on tour, too. So well done. Well done, Craig, for playing. Uh, Live Jeddah, the Live Golf event where uh, Brooks Kepka defeated Taylor Gooch and Mal Baker. Yeah. In he the, went back uh, to back, didn't he, uh, Brooks? He won last year as well. Did he? Okay. Won the same event. Oh, yeah. Well done. Very good. The Fireballs. They won the team event. Who's in the Fireballs? Fireballs is Sergio. Yeah. Answer. Yeah. Abraham Answer. Yeah. Eugenio Cachacara and yeah. Carlos Ortiz. Yeah, so it's the Latino that's team. That's very much yeah. a Fireball very squad much. there. Uh, team Aussie was the Rippers. And unfortunately, they finished 11th. Uh, God. In, yeah. It's they're the worst one. team. Mark Leishman was leading. Live. Mark Leishman was leading after round one, too. Uh, but he, he unfortunately ended up finishing 32nd. The Aussies okay. didn't have a great week. And, and Cam Smith, who was in line for yeah. that $18 yeah. million yeah. bonus, yeah. unfortunately didn't win it. But guess what? He got a $10 million bonus. He so. got a $10 million <laughs> bonus instead. But instead. So. Oh, heart bleeds. Yeah, I know. It's it's shocking. He'll be, he'll be right. He'll be okay, Cam. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> uh, on the LPGA Tour, they were in Shanghai, and Angel Yin won a playoff over Lilia Vu. Yeah. Li yeah. Lilia Vu. Yeah. Uh, Karis Davidson, a ping player. Had an excellent week, finishing tied for eighth. Shot 68-68 over the weekend. And that moves her, importantly, from 97th to 87th on, so the, she's home. on the rankings. Top 100, keep your card. And I'm pretty sure she's home. She's home. Yeah, yeah, she's for home. Sure. Well done, Karis. Yeah. Grace Kim tied for 13th. Um, sorry, Minji Lee tied for 13th. Grace Kim was tied for 36th. And Lydia Ko from New Zealand tied for 50th. DP World Tour Open de España. Yeah. At Club de Campo in Madrid. This is one of my favourite courses. Looked okay, oh, yeah. I love. I finished second there one year. I loved it. Yeah, you go down to, and especially Madrid. What a town! If you ever get the chance, go down into the city. There's a place called the Plaza Mayor, and it's where you get all the tapas and the vino and the. Yeah, oh, okay. it's fabulous. There's a bar there called the El Toro Bar, which is the bull bar. Yeah. And it's an ode to the bulls. Right. And, and it shows all pictures 
of bulls winning. Oh, really? Horn, oh, they're actually had, they've had a win. Horns through the matador's ankles, oh. and it's pretty gory, but it's well worth a look. Hang and, on, uh, photos or like drawings? Oh, photos. Right. No, the whole oh, thing. It's pretty graphic. Wow. But, bulls but I, revenge. Exactly. Because I, I feel sorry for the bulls. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really bad what they do. But Mate, it's anyway, disgusting. It is what, what it do. is. Um, but anyway, at the Spanish Open, basically, is what it is. Uh, Mathieu Pavon, a Frenchman, who chips left hand low. That's getting more popular, yep. by the way. Like Same. Matt Fitzpatrick. Lots of it. Four-shot win over South Africa, Xander Lombard. John Rahm was there because he was trying to break mm. Seve's record of three Spanish Open wins, which he tied last year. He finished tied ninth. Uh, best of the Aussies was Jason Scrivener, tied for 20th. On the Asian Development Tour, uh, Dean Lawson had a win. And oh, good. A, chipped in in a playoff, which is incredible. Yeah, that's good. At the second Indo Masters. And top 10 from the Asian Development Tour gets you onto the Asian Tour for 2024, and he's well in line for that. Oh, so right. that was excellent. In Japan, Brad Kennedy tied for third at the Japan Open. Massive result there, which Aguri Iwasaki won. Very good result for Never heard Aguri. of Aguri. No, fine player on the Japanese Tour. Oh, I bet he's... Uh, WAPGA, as we mentioned, Ben Eccles won by five in the end. You called eight shots at the start of the day. Well, you know, you've got to say something, <laughs> do you? have got to talk. Yeah, but he won by five from Hayden Barron, which is a great week from uh, Hayden because he flew all the way back from Scotland at the Alfred Dunhill to play the event. So yeah. uh, kudos to Hayden bit for coming of, all the way back. A bit amazed with Hayden Barron. He hadn't been playing golf for very long. Mm. He's an impressive he is. looking player, an impressive unit. Yes, and what rookie of the year last year? Rookie of the year on the Challenger PGA Tour of Australasia. Very good. So look out for him. Yep, twelfth on the money list last year, and he's got off to a great start yep. this yep. year. Yep, good yep. pedigree. His dad, Dave, I know very well. He used to play baseball with uh, your dad. With yes, with my dad. And exactly. your dad played baseball for Australia. Yeah, he wasn't bad. He wasn't That's bad at all. Very good. Uh, on the Champions Tour in the US, as we mentioned, Rod Pampling had a win there by two strokes. He went wire to wire over New Zealand's Steve Orker. So what about Richard Green? Australasian event. Greeny finished tied for 11th. Uh, Stuart Appleby tied for 20th. And this was the last event before the Charles Schwab Cup playoffs. So they're right. going into their playoffs, three series of events. And we had uh, quite a few Aussies make it. All those guys, plus Mark Hensby and David McKenzie made it through as oh, well. Sensational. Good to see Macca get Mac. through. So uh, some great results for Australia this week all around the world. And Richard Green's kept his card, hasn't he? He, oh, he yeah. had to finish in the top 30 to keep his card. I think Is that right? I think it's top 50 these days. Okay. And okay, he's great. 24th on the money list. So nice. he's he's, set. he's made almost a million dollars. That's great. Has he? Mm. Good on you, US. Green. Brilliant. Good on you, that champions tour over fifties. Maybe we should make a return, Mark. I don't know. No, I don't think I'm on top. No, <laughs> I, think, I think you should think about it. <laughs> hey, Nick. Before we move on to the top five, I was going to say I'm, I'm not up for it either. No, I'm not up for it. No. Before we go on to the uh, the top five, Nick, you uh, mentioned last week you're going to reach out to Sir Nick Faldo. Have you had a chance to do it? No, I haven't, because as it turns out, he doesn't follow me on Twitter. Uh, uh, I thought oh. he, I thought he did, but he doesn't. Um, I'm maybe I'm going to have to work some back channels, and I've started that process, oh. but I haven't. Heard back as yet. I'll send him a minute. He, he, he follows Does he follow me. you? He follows me. He follows you? <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, have you played with him? Uh, no, I never played with uh, him. Well, that's why he follows you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ooh. Oh. Uh, Mal Baker and uh, Nick Faldo are the two homeworks we got to try yes. and get. Yeah, okay. okay. We've got so many people we need to get on this show. Oh, we do. Ridiculous. <laughs> Top five this week, and it's courtesy of David Craig, who mentioned he wanted his top five, remind me again. Top five redos of shots that uh, pros would like to do again that's if they had the chance. Right. That's, that's right. correct. That's yeah, right. I think he mentioned uh, Tom Watson yeah, at did. Birkdale, 2009. He said mm. that second shot. I was thinking about putting it into my top five, but I, I'm not because Tom said he hit the shot exactly how that's he wanted. exactly right. I think he'll take the bounce again. 
but he wouldn't take the shot back again. Mm. He hit the shot perfect. So yeah, it didn't make the top yeah. five because it was he wasn't going to take a nine instead of an eight because he hit mm. the right club. It's just he got a bad bounce. So. All right. So we're, we're we starting at six okay. B, are we? So, no. Really. <laughs> well, Mick, Mickelson, I mentioned earlier. Yeah. I was going to say his second shot. He should have redone. Should have just pitched out, knocked yeah. it on the green. Makes four, he wins. If he doesn't, he's in a playoff with That's Jeff it. Ogilvy. So that That's was the it. one for me there. But that was number six. Same tournament. I know this man would love to have it again, and he's your favourite golfer. No. Colin Montgomery. <laughs> the, the shot out of a divot, his second shot. Second shot. He wasn't in a divot, I don't think. He said he was in a divot. Really? Yeah, he oh, said he was okay. in a divot. Well, he changed from six iron to seven iron, allowing for the adrenaline. But the yeah. problem was he had to wait, because I think he might have been playing with VJ Singh. Yeah. And if he'd have just gone up and hit it straight away... He would have hit a good shot yeah. in the middle of the green, but he had yeah. to wait and wait and wait. Monty, when he waits, is not a good idea. Yeah. Flared it right, ended up making double bogey and losing the golf oh, tournament. I'm with you. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I think it was a very, very old divot that had repaired yeah. that he was just, you know, he's a, he, he, he does complain every once in a while. <laughs> every once in a while. Yeah. You love to poke Monty, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I do. Every chance do. you get, you yeah. get a bit of a jab. Should, I do. Should we get him on the show as well? Yeah, let's get him on the show. <laughs> Number four, uh, it was mentioned earlier by Eric uh, Greg Norman. Which one? 1986, the four iron into yeah. the final yeah. green at Augusta. If yeah. he'd have hit that on the green, made par, he was in a playoff yeah. with the great Jack Nicklaus. Yeah. Did you see the interview he did when he actually went around um, Augusta again? And they oh the 96. Yeah, one? He, mm. he said it was a five iron. He yeah. should have just. I mean, he, he tried to smooth the four iron in there. He'd birdied four in a row. Yep. He was trying to birdie five in a row to beat Jack Nicholas at the Masters and. It was probably just too good a scenario in his head that he went for mm. it. But when he goes back, he goes, I, I shouldn't have tried the 35. I should, I should have just hit the five iron. Even if it came up short, two putt, I mean, a, I mean I'm in a playoff. Yeah, exactly. I tried to beat him in a playoff. Yeah. But the thought of having five in the road mm. to finish the Masters yeah. to beat Jack was probably too much for him. And you think about playoffs in the history of golf, Greg Norman, oh. Jack Nicholas. Oh. I mean, we never got... We never, never got, got Tiger it. Woods, Phil Mickelson, did no, we? No, not in the playoffs. Um, you never get the two greatest. No. That's the thing. That would have been one of the greatest playoffs in the history of yeah. golf. Yeah. Anyway. I think, I think the, one, the biggest playoff ever is Tiger v. John Daly. Remember that one? Oh, it was in at the Amex. Yeah, Yeah, I played right. that tournament in, uh, at Harding Park. That was the yeah. biggest one ever. And apparently uh, John Daly lost the playoff. Got in his car, went straight to Las Vegas yep. and lost every cent that he made that day. Yep. 800000 He's yes. gone. Yep, went straight to Vegas. Uh, okay, that was number four. He, he, he was very unlucky. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> number three, uh, we had this mentioned earlier, Jean Vandervelde oh, at Carnoustie, 1999 Open Championship. Which now, shot? Okay, so the tee shot, I have no issue with. He hit the driver and it bounced over the burn. He, yes. got, he got lucky. Got lucky. But you kind of need to bomb it down there anyway. It's yeah. a long hole. Yeah. The second shot for me, the two iron. It wasn't a four iron. It was a two, two iron. iron. He tried to clear the burn, and he thought, I'll bail right into the grandstand. Yeah. I kind of get that, but it wasn't the right play. If his caddy had said, look, here's a wedge, and hit wedge, wedge, onto the green, three yeah. putt, and yeah. you win the golf tournament. Simple as that. Can I? Can I can, yeah, can, go on. Have we got the protest siren, please? Did please. You, did you play that week? No. No, okay. That week, the fairways <laughs> were like this. I get it. And 
And where he would have had to lay up to, they narrowed the fairway and it was really humpy and bumpy. I don't think he could have hit the wedge and got it to stop. It's a wedge off a fairway. Yeah, I know. I, I don't mean, think... I, this, well, okay. If, there if, was a couple of holes. Like, there was one hole. Okay, there was okay. a 270-yard run out and we were hitting six iron off the tee so it wouldn't run through the 70, I the get 270. It. I it was, get it. It was out of control. Okay. Ah. Hit the lob wedge 50 metres to the left yeah, and then well, hit a eight iron on it. Okay. It doesn't matter. It was, yeah. the, it was the wrong choice in I, my opinion. I don't reckon he could have hit 130. 30 yard wedge okay and made it stop all right but the 50 yarder yeah i'm with you very sensible okay okay that was number three it's break taken a while yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> number two yes the most uh famous missed two putt uh two footer in the game doug sanders no that was a three footer oh. two footer to win the masters oh scott hoke scott choke as yes. he called it as he called himself later on 1989 oh. in the playoff against faldo on the 10th green he had a two foot downhill putt left to right bit of a smelly two foot yeah. but yeah wasn't good he had two footer then he had a four footer yeah i know he did well to hold it coming back Jeez, a couple of tournaments he he was, mean, raymond floyd hit it into the pond on 11 scott yeah. hoke and faldo a won two -footer. that yep it's handed faldo two masters and then you know and 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 uh, Norman shot seventy eight, yep. ninety six. There's well, three masters. Thank then we you get very Nick Feldo on. We'll, we'll talk to him about. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't have won any. Be gifted two <laughs> U.S. masters. How, how many times do you reckon Scott Hoker's laid in bed at night and replayed that shot in his mind? Oh, yeah. So I he was. Can't imagine. Scott was a member at Arworth, where I was, and I used to see Scott down there all the time practicing. Yeah. And he's possibly one of the more negative people that you'll ever meet. Yeah. He never yeah. brought it up, though. I will say that, but he always complained about yeah. his game or something. So. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I, I went to dinner with him once after a New Zealand Open. He came out and played especially. It wasn't long after that happened. Yep. Um, and we were all, it was, like it, was, it was still raw. Anyway, we came out, we went to this restaurant in New Zealand. And apparently the golfers used to go there after every tournament that they, they, they would play in Auckland. So he knew the golfers. He was a golfer himself. He came out and he brought all these beautiful, he just put everything down and said, Oh, Scott Hoke, you joke, you joke. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, we just couldn't believe what he did. No. And he just, Scott Hoke, he's just there, he's just shaking his head, the poor bugger, and the yep. rest of us, we didn't know where to look or what to do. Couldn't kind of got to laugh, though, don't you, really? <laughs> After yeah. a while. Well, oh, I think it And my number one, you <laughs> mentioned it earlier, but 1970. The Open Championship, Doug yep. Sanders, yep. three-footer, Lee Trevino standing to the side. Yep. When he went to pick up whatever was whatever in his line, was, yeah. you could see Trevino just back away going, no, and yep. then he ultimately missed it. Yep. And, you know, the famous story about afterwards where he, he would get asked, look, you know, Doug, do you ever think about it? And he says, no, nah, no, I don't think about it much. I often go five minutes without <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> and then, the, Rob, uh, was it insult to injury? The next day when Jack Nicholas beat yes. him in the playoff, Jack holds, the putter up. Jack holds the putter the last, throws the putter up in the air in celebration, and the putter came there and landed on Doug Sanders' head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was, a, he was a legend of the game, Doug. I've just had a look outside. It's it's raining, and that, that means one thing. That means the Masterclass is indoors. Going indoors. Indoors okay. today, Marco. It's going indoors. All you right. might want to film it, actually. Why don't we do it live? Oh, okay. Do it live. <laughs> <laughs> We watched some golf on the weekend, and there was a couple of big movement head movements in the putting. Okay, huge. Um, you've spoken at great lengths about Roy McIlroy's head doing the wrong thing, and it's not going up early. It's actually his goes on a, a horrible tilting kind of 
look, it doesn't work. Well, that's, you know, as he's lining the putt up and he's looking at the putt. Are you talking about during the stroke? I'm talking about during the stroke. Uh, okay, I'm cool. talking about during the stroke. And, and it's, I, I know a lot of players, when they're told to keep their head still and don't follow the ball, um, it, it's not good. That creates anxiety. And I, and I agree with that. I, I, I've always said uh, that I think the real skill in putting is just starting the ball on the tracks is, is what I call it. So if you line it up, you can kind of see the line. You just got to start that ball on the tracks. Now, if you're not following the ball, it's kind of, it doesn't work as well. But you don't want to move your head to follow the ball. It doesn't, I don't think that works either. And we saw a couple of heads come up mm. very, very early. Um, I got to watch Ian Baker Finch a long time ago. And I also heard Tiger Woods talking about this at Blue Canyon. So there's two players who I just love as golfers who did this. And that is the reason those two were able to keep their heads so still and putt so well is because they didn't move their head to watch the ball. They moved their eyes to watch the ball. Mm. And it works so much better. Um, and your eyes can only go so far left in your head or right in your head if you're you know, putting the other way. Um, but once they're there, then you, can, then you can actually move your head. Now, I tell people this, and I'm surprised how many people have never even thought about doing it because a still head is one of the key things you can do when you putt. But if you're moving your head trying to follow the ball, quite often everything's out of sequence. The other thing that this does, when you don't move your head, it doesn't let your shoulders to go through quickly as well. So it actually kind of slows your shoulders down and then everything can release. Mm. So next time you're on the practice putting green before you play, instead of following the ball with your head, just see if you can move your eyes to the corners and follow the ball that way. And you will not move your head nearly as much. I love it. I love it. Another A great drill for that is yeah. you can actually put a coin down on the green. Yeah. Just behind your ball as you'd mark your ball normally. Yeah. Put the ball and look at the coin yeah. and listen for the ball to go in. Don't yep. watch it go in. Yeah. Now, you're talking about moving your eyes. I'm, I'm, I understand yeah, that. But, but that, that's a good one to keep the head still. Absolutely. Mm. It's a beauty to keep the head still. But if, you, if you're really anxious and you want to follow the yeah. ball, just move your eyes. And like I said, I, Tiger Woods, I heard him talking about it to Blue Canyon and the Johnny Walker Classic years and years ago. Someone just came up to a random bloke, came up and said, how, how do you keep your head so still under those pressure putts? And he just said, I move my eyes, not my head. And Ian Baker Finch, I just watched him do it. Yep. He was so tall, you know, and he stood tall when he putted. I was just watching him, how you know, I could just see his eyes moving in his head <laughs> instead of his head moving. Anyway, two of the best putters I've ever seen. They move their eyes, not their head. Love it. Hey, hey, are you seeing what's going on at the Eastern Golf Club here? The uh, clubhouse. I've, I've only just been sent this picture. Burnt down. Unbelievable. It's one of the best golf clubs, best golf clubhouses you'd ever see. I know. I was out there about a month ago playing with Jordan Zunick. We had a game out there. They've got this beautiful par three course. Yeah. I think they got a lot of rain recently where it shut down nine of the holes as well. It flooded the course. But this clubhouse was magnificent. It was like being back in America, actually. It was yeah. a very Americanized clubhouse. It was the most, the comfiest chairs oh, you've ever seen in your life. Incredible. But the whole thing has yeah. burnt down. It, like the pictures that I'm looking at, not a little area, not like really the pro shop or the kitchen. It looks to me like the whole thing has wow. burnt to the ground. Wow. Well, hopefully no one's injured and everything's okay, but thoughts and, and prayers yeah. to uh, everyone out there at the Eastern Golf Club because um, that's a tough one. That's a toughie. Well, that's it for this week. We'll see you next week. Exactly. Good Cheers, on you. guys. Thanks for listening to Nick O'Hearn and Mark Allen's podcast, Talk Birdie to Me. And if you're looking for some new gear, Ping is absolute top class. 
Ping help you play your best. Contact your local golf shop or professional and they'll sort you out. And the Golf Clearance Outlet, who beat everyone's prices. They're in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane and Perth and online at golfclearanceoutlet.com.au. Got a favour to ask? Wherever you listen, if you get a chance to rate and review the pod, that would be fantastic. And if you subscribe, you'll never miss an episode. Talk Birdies and his executive producer is Dan Bradley at Kaizen Media and sound design is by Daryl Misson at loudzebra.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.